Testing, testing. Cool. We're on. And welcome back to another episode. I am currently back in my garage, sitting in my car, waiting to um, go to my, or really to start my day. Um, I have a photo shoot this morning and I finished getting ready and I was like, you know what? I have time to record a little episode. So I wrote some notes and yeah, we'll just like, <clears throat> morning voice. <laughs> we'll just jump right into it. First of all, I just want to um, thank you guys for all of the positive feedback. I've had a few people text me um, that like just their feedback from the show or from the show. <laughs> gosh, from the podcast and um, how much they like it and even giving me ideas on what to talk about, which please, if you have ideas or you want to hear my opinion or advice or thoughts on something, like please let me know. I am definitely willing to um, branch out and um, not just come up with my own ideas because I know at some point I will be brain dead and be like, I don't know what to talk about. <laughs> so, But today we are talking about something that I... Um, actually discovered on another podcast, and it's about marriage becoming my identity. And I listened to, I actually came across a like snippet um, on a reel of this podcast, and it's Janine Impala. I think that's her maiden name. She just got married. I don't know. Anyways, Janine, um, her podcast is called happy and healthy, I think. <laughs> so um, I came across her clip on this idea of marriage becoming an identity. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is what I needed to hear. And for a while, because I was, you know, you know, when you kind of go through something and you're trying to put words to your experience, and then finally you hear someone else talking about that experience and they use the words that you have needed to hear all along. So that's what happened. So I had this like, um, moment, this aha moment. And um, so, yeah, I just wanted to kind of talk about my own experience about this whole, you know, marriage becoming my identity and how it all started and how it's going and all of that. So buckle up, um, grab a snack. I mean, usually my episodes are only like 20 minutes long, so <laughs> just get comfortable, I guess. So um, I guess I'll just start with um, kind of a cultural thing. So this whole conversation is more geared towards Christian culture, um, but I feel like it can relate to other like cultures and lifestyles as well. But this is just me personally going through um, Christian culture. But however, I didn't always know Christian culture. I didn't know about um, people getting engaged and married before like around 19, 20, 21 years old. Um, I just, I didn't grow up in the church, so I never really understood that. And so I, and honestly, like during my teenage years, I never really like, of course I always like dreamed of finding my dream guy and um, maybe having kids or like whatever, but I never like marriage wasn't ever at the forefront, which makes sense. Like I was a teenager, you know, I wasn't really thinking about it. And uh, when I started going to church in middle school, even then I was like, oh yeah, I'll have crushes, whatever. It wasn't until I went to a private Christian college that I was like, oh my gosh, people are getting engaged so fast, <laughs> so fast and before they graduated. And it 
baffled me. Like even to this day, it still baffles me. I'm like, how do you have the money to do that? Like, even though like, I know I've heard conversations of like, you know, money doesn't matter if you love someone, you love someone and you want to spend the rest of your life with them. And a lot of Christian couples have like really small weddings. So they make it work like all that stuff. But still, it's just like, I'm like, how do you afford a place to live? How do you like pay for a wedding, like all this stuff. So it confuses me sometimes. But anyways, yeah, so I go into, you know, going to school at a Christian, private Christian school. And I'm like, left and right, people are meeting their spouses, getting engaged, and all before they graduate. And so it really shocked me. And, um, and even before that, like, um, during my high school years and early college years, I I wouldn't say I dated around, but I did have some like situationships and flings and stuff. And most of them were with non-Christian guys because I never, you know, I wasn't really um, around. I was never really taught to date someone who's equally yoked. Um, And so I just kind of, I was like, oh, this guy's cute. Like I'll talk to him, whatever. And they never ended up well. So I wonder why. (laughs) But um. It never became a thing. And so I kept like, I I kept putting my first, it kind of started putting my identity in relationships and trying to find someone who's like a perfect match for me and all this stuff. And then I um, met my ex who um, he became my first long-term Christian relationship. And I, it, it really, it was my first time like, having someone like that. And, um, and also like, as this conversation goes on, obviously I want to preface, like my intentions are not to speak ill of him. Um, he is a great person and, um, it just, anyways, you'll understand, but I just want to preface, like, I, I'm not going to speak ill of him. I'm not going to name names. Like, and you know, it's just like, he, he was the prime example of this topic. So it just, I kind of have to talk about him. So, um, Anyway, so yeah, I start dating him and, um, it, you know, it was a good relationship and, uh, we dated for, um, we dated for two years and when I first dated, when I, when we first started dating, that's when I, that was my first year at this private Christian college. So I, um, so within like the first six months of us dating, I was already bombarded by the Christian culture of like ring by spring. Let's like, let's get married before, like before we're dating for a year, let's get married because we just met and you're the love of my life. Like all this stuff, like, you know, I, I was bombarded by that. And while some Christian couples do make it work, um, I was for, I had this idea of like, oh, so that's the end goal. So I'm supposed to get married before I graduate. So I'm supposed to expect that from him. And that that started the whole avalanche, really. <laughs> so um, during like our first year of, you know, being together was was good. We, you know, that's we started getting to know each other. But we did, you know, both him and I, mostly me, I would say, would bring up, you know, the future a lot. I talked about the future so much. And while naturally I am a futuristic person, I plan ahead so much. There's a difference between, you know, planning ahead and being flexible and on the other side of it, only thinking about the future and not being present. And so I think that's what really 
um, took a turn in our relationship was I wasn't really present. I, I was always thinking about like, oh, how can I help us for the future? Like, okay, like I need to learn how to pay my bills. I need to learn how to do this and this and this. And we need to have conversations about the future, all of this stuff. And um, it, it was kind of detrimental really like for at least from my perspective I just like kept having such high standards high expectations in this relationship and at the end of the day you know it's almost been a year since we've broken up and I think back and I'm like were we were we really in love with each other I think we were you know there was a point when we were and we God was at the center of our relationship and I believe God was doing something and obviously we were dating for a purpose and intent we had good intentions and um we were in each other's lives for a reason but obviously marriage wasn't that wasn't the end goal for us and um and yeah so it was just yeah I, I was just shocked I um you know I got to my senior year of college and the only thing I thought of and this was about like a year and a half into our relationship I was in my senior year of college and all I thought about like, oh yeah, I think he can propose like probably by the end of this year. Like, oh, I, I'm not expecting a ring by spring, but like I, I could see him do it. And then like I would get my hopes up and then I would talk to my friends about it and then they'd get excited about it because like, why wouldn't you get excited about that kind of stuff? You know, so I'm not like blaming my friends on that, but it's it's definitely like, you know, I I, I think he was the one who. Okay. Hello. All right. Sorry. My other mic died. So I had to grab the other one. So anyways, um, whoa, sorry, my phone just fell. Oh my gosh. Things are chaotic right now. Um, anyways, where was I? So yeah, he, he was the one to kind of, um, put me into like a reality check of, um, he would, you know, be realistic. And at the time, while, you know, I, now looking back, I'm, I'm appreciative that he was realistic, but in the moment when we were having a tough conversation about like, Hey, like I, you know, I'm not financially stable enough to provide for you right now. Like, you know, marriage is going to, it's going to be a while. And that hurt me like that. It made me sad to hear that because I was like, are you serious? Like, I don't want to wait. Like I want to, everyone else is getting married. Like I want to get married. I'm ready. Like I kept convincing myself. I'm ready to get married. I'm ready to get married. And if you don't already notice, even as I'm thinking about this and saying this out loud, I was not thinking about him as an individual. I wasn't thinking about him as my husband. Can I see him as my husband, as the father of my children, as, you know, being with him for the rest of my life? I, it was maybe like a small thought in the back of my mind, but it wasn't, um, what I was thinking about the, you know, the whole time it was for me, it was like, I had this mindset of being just tunnel vision of like, okay, marriage is the end goal. We got to get to marriage. Like any fight that we have, any like, um, hurdle that we have to jump over in our relationship, like during that journey, like we, I just have to get through it. I'll just, you know, and what that turned into is I started to, when we had like a disagreement, I didn't have strong opinions. I didn't have, um, I didn't try to fight back or insert my like opinion or perspective on things. Like, you know, if we got into some sort of disagreement, I was, I just took a side. I was like, yeah, 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 you're right. Because I didn't want, I was so afraid that we were going to just end things right then and there 
um, which should have been my first sign as like an unhealthy relationship in a way. But um, yeah, I just took his sign. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like for sure. You're right. You're right. Like, and then I was like, okay, cool. We're good. We're going to get married. Like that was my thought. And it's just so crazy. Like how rose colored glasses, like, you know, they were huge the worst color of glasses that I was wearing. Like I just didn't, I didn't see, I didn't see marriage correctly. I, or at least I didn't see this relationship correctly. I only saw it as a means to an end, a means to get married. Because once I entered, once I went to that pr private Christian college, I was like, oh yeah, I want to get married young. Like I want to live my life and all this stuff. And, and, um, you know, I was so attached. And so when it got to the end of our relationship, I was like, I don't know what to do. We've been dating for two years. I thought we were going to get married. And meanwhile, I have no idea if he thought the same way. I, you know, we had conversations about it together and most of them were positive, like, you know, okay, here are our goals that we want to meet before we get married and all this stuff. But at the end of the day, like, were we really on the same page? I don't know. So I just like, if you're in that space. I'm not going to give you relationship advice if you are in a relationship and maybe going through something similar. I would just stop and pray, really pray about your relationship and just think about, okay, what are your intentions? Like, don't put words into your partner's mouth. Like, what are your intentions in this relationship? Especially, like, I'm talking to Christian couples, really, because that's who I'm, you know, this, this conversation is geared towards that. So, um, if you only think about marriage, if you only think about the future, your relationship isn't really going to go anywhere. Like, yes, it, it's so hard because yes, like that should be your intention. You shouldn't just date around and um, whatever. Like you should date for marriage. Like you hear that phrase all the time, but that doesn't mean the relationship you're in now or the next relationship you'll be in or the next or the next or whatever. That doesn't mean that relationship is going to be the one that ends in marriage. You know, like you never know. And so I think it's more of like, okay, yes, my intentions are to date to ma uh, for marriage, but I want to make sure I get to know you. I want to make sure that we can pray together and pray about this relationship and make sure this is what God wants because I don't want, I don't want anything. I don't want to have to, I don't want to, what is the phrase? I don't want to do anything that God's not involved in, I guess is what I'm saying. So anyways, again, I'm not speaking ill of my ex-boyfriend. Um, I'm just speaking about the relationship, my perspective on it all. And, um, and yeah, so, and I am, I, while the breakup was really hard for me, it was so crucial to how I moved on and how I entered into this new relationship of mine, because now I'm like, okay, like I was thinking so far ahead and I don't want to do that. I want to be present and be able to, you know, get to know this person in front of me, get to know this person who could possibly be my forever person. And so I, um, yeah. And, and again, a touching base on like, you know, I, because we were dating for two years, I thought that that's, we had to get married. I thought that was the rule <laughs> in a way in Christian culture. And I realized it's not, um, it's not the rule. Like if, you know, you could be dating for five years and break up and, and, you know, it's, at that point, it's like, okay, well, if you've been dating for that long, like, um, how was the relationship really going? I don't know. Anyways, um, all I'm saying is that, yeah, I was 
that's that's all I thought about was marriage, especially because we were dating for quote unquote so long. I mean, two years. It's it's long, but it's not. I don't know. And plus, also, again, it was my first long-term relationship and first Christian relationship. So I was kind of like learning the ropes here. I just I just didn't really know. So I created rules based on Christian culture and the society around me. So um, I also found I was like throughout my relationship, I was kind of comparing my relationship to other Christian couples. And um, I I'm going to be totally transparent here. About a year into our relationship, I um, started, you know, I was scrolling through Instagram and kept finding people uh, getting engaged. And I would click on their profile and I would scroll all the way until I could find maybe their first post together or like an anniversary post. And I would see how long they've been or they've been together for. And sometimes it'd be like, oh, like, you know, doing the math, I'd be like, oh, okay, they've been dating for a year and a half. Okay, okay. So if I can get to that year and a half point, then then we'll be ready. And I just kept comparing myself or our relationship to other Christian couple relationships. And it was it was bad. Like like any sort of comparison is the thief of joy. And that's also a contributor to getting stuck in the void of marriage becoming my identity. Like I kept comparing myself and and getting jealous of couples who were dating for less than a year or um you know getting engaged on their one year anniversary and I was like okay well this guy and I've been dating for two years like where is the ring like I kept being impatient really and it showed and if you know me I can't you know I can't hide anything I am an open book like my my feelings and expressions are you can read my face and you can know. So for me, it was really hard to hide anything. And so I, and then that turned into just projecting it on, um, the guy I was with and it was just unhealthy. And, um, so, so yeah, it, it's just kind of check yourself, I guess, check your relationship and make sure like your intentions are good. Make sure that you're not being swamped with, or at least make sure you're not succumbing to, um, Christian culture because it's sometimes it can be unhealthy, especially if you are, um, if you're easy, um, if you're easily comparing yourself to others. So, with that, now, as you know, like I'm in a new relationship and I, it was definitely, it was, it's different. It's so different. And him, my current boyfriend and I, we are also very future thinkers. And we, like, if I'm honest, like we have had conversations about marriage in the future. Um, and we've been dating for less than a year. But those conversations are different. Those conversations we will have and we will then check in with each other and we're like, okay, are we talking too much about the future? Like, let's not create any expectations. Let's not create any false timelines or anything. And, um, and let's just, let's just get to know each other. Let's just live and, and, you know, be our own individuals, but also like, you know, with, again, with the intention of getting married in the end. And so, um, now it's like, I don't really talk about, I mean, sometimes I do, but I try not to have conversations with, especially my friends about marriage, because I know that that conversation will get my hopes up. I know that conversation will create false expectations for myself. So I try to create boundaries in that and not talk about marriage with my friends. Um, unless like, un- unless 
slash until <laughs> um, my current boyfriend and I have a serious sit down conversation about like, okay, hey, like, are we ready? Yes, if we are, like, obviously, I'm not going to, like, we're not going to get married tomorrow. But um, yeah, you know, like, unless until we have that conversation, then it's like, okay, things are happening, you know. But right now, it's more of like, I try not to think about that. I try to just live my life. I only see him on the weekend. So I'm kind of like my own person during the week. Not that like, of course, I still talk to him and we call each other every night. And I miss him so much and during the week and everything. And I always look forward to seeing him on the weekends. But it's it's kind of nice to, you know, grow as individuals and especially grow your relationship with God on your own and also together and what that looks like. And so um, yeah. And when I got into this new relationship, I, I did, I did interrogate him a little bit because I was honest with him about my previous relationship, about how I was so expectant. And I, but my interrogation was more like, I, I don't mess around. I don't play games. Like, please answer these questions. If we, if we don't align with these values, then like, what's the point in dating? Like, that's kind of how I entered in this relationship. And, um, honestly, I, I don't regret it. I actually, and kudos to him he he loved uh i think he really liked uh, getting asked all the questions so um we were on the same page about everything before we even went on our first date um and and we're still just getting to know each other we're still kind of um smoothing out the wrinkles of some things and learning and um finding out what annoys each other <laughs> about the other person like all this stuff and so it's just different it's just a more honestly in this relationship I feel much more free and because that false identity of marriage doesn't have a hold on me and I know that I'm like and it's also also if you in this relationship too I have felt like I have sprinted more towards God than any point in my life and because I have such a strong relationship with God right now and I'm on like fire for him it's like I know that if this relationship doesn't, you know, if this relationship isn't part of my future, if, if I'm not supposed to be with this person for the rest of my life, yes, like it hurts to even think about that. And it makes my stomach drop to even think about that. But I know that like, because I'm so happy in this relationship and it for some reason doesn't work out, God has something so much more in store. And I have no idea, like he wants something even better for me, you know, and whether this relationship is it or not, I can always lead on God for he is my identity. He knows what I need right now. And he he's the provider and everything. So I think it's more of like, you know, if you're in a relationship and rather than thinking about like, okay, when are we going to get married and creating this false, false timeline, lean into God more and make sure you're so secure in him and put him first rather than your relationship and it should always be like that it should always be god first in that and so that's just what i've learned and um it's yeah this whole marriage identity thing is really it was really profound honestly in this season of life and and at the time i listened to that podcast and stuff it was just it's really good and if you ever um if you do want to listen to that episode it's oh gosh i again i think it's a happy and healthy podcast by janine and i she doesn't have that many episodes. So if you just scroll through and um, I believe the title of the episode was like marriage identity, something like that. Um, so that's a really good episode to listen to if you want more insight onto this topic. But that's kind of all I have. And I hope, you know, you, oh, I'm about to burp. Hang on.
excuse me. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, if you like this episode, yeah, let me know. And um, in the meantime, have a good rest of your day whenever you're listening to this. And I have a photo shoot to get to. So I will talk to you guys later.